This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hey, I'm Ray. And I'm Dean. And we're from Joy Breakfast. We hope you enjoy this Joy podcast. It's 20 minutes past eight on your Friday morning. That was Give You Love, Jess Mowboy and Jason Derulo. And we did say earlier in the show we have guests galore and we have just been barreling through with interview after interview and we are so excited to be joined this morning by two fabulous guests. Yeah. Now, this morning uh, we have two queer artists in the studio from Sydney who are both powerful, proud and fierce representatives of their culture as well as being fierce entertainers. Many of you may know Ivory Glaze from Season 3 of Drag Race Down Under. 50% Chinese, 50% Dutch, 100% gorgeous, and uh, in four short years has been performing in drag. She's crafted a space for herself that isn't just about club nights or cabaret, but modelling as well. We also want to welcome back to Joy Breakfast the self-described Gaijin Empress of Sydney, Dian Tai, who this time is wearing a little less <laughs> makeup and makes amazing electronic hyperpop music that is fused with Beijing opera and traditional Southeast Asian sandscapes. Welcome! Welcome to the show, both of you. Hello. Hey. <laughs> now it is so important that we have you on the show this week because. It's Lunar New Year, which mm-hmm. means uh, apparently it's the official New Year. I got told this by um, a group of people selling, like, crystals and rocks and stuff. They're like, the New Year actually doesn't start until Lunar New Year. So it's so. not like the 31st or f- 1st of January no. type of thing. So it's about the Lunar New Year. About- Avery, you're nodding already, just going, yep, yep. Yeah, that is true, you know, and especially for crystals, um, you got to charge that stuff in the moonlight. So uh, you got to make sure that you follow the lunar calendar for the the witches out there in the <laughs> listing. I've been today. watching a lot of Charmed lately, so I feel like I'm on that level. Now, when I need to ask about the moon. Is it like the first full moon of the year? How does the the lunar new year kick off? Well, the the lunar new year is like the new year in in you know for for a lot of people who don't <laughs> celebrate like the Western New Year in in Asia. Like I grew up in in Malaysia, and we've always like for us like the lunar new year is probably more important than like the first of January mm. um, in the Western year. Um, yeah, so like it's it's I think it's the new moon, right? Because it's like it's usually the first from memory, like you're testing like my Chinese knowledge now. So usually like I don't know anything. So you could say anything and I'm going to believe you. So it's OK. So usually like in, in, in like the lunar year, or like it's it's the first day is always the new moon and like the mm. 15th day is always the full moon. So they go by like the first of the moon which is why like I I grew up in like a Buddhist household and um, my grandma used to be vegetarian um, only on like the on on the new moon and like the full moon Mm. every month do we know what day of the moon cycle we're in at the moment or is that that really I have absolutely no idea I don't look at the moon I'm so confused. Oh, my God. I'm learning so much, but I'm so confused as well because I'm looking outside and going, the moon's not there, so I can't figure it out. Well, the Lunar New Year was also like the first day of the Lunar New Year was last weekend, so we probably would be like in day 
five or like six yeah, so of next the, week is the full moon, the moon so everyone's going to be yeah. all crazy okay yeah. so the way the lunar new year works then let's let's so it's not like with western new years where it's just one night mm. so it goes for a while mm-hmm. that's why everything's closed on aliexpress and sheen right now like that's why your deliveries are delayed everyone they're all celebrating lunar new year and you're not getting it yet um yeah, it's a massive thing. Like growing up in a like in the Chinese community in in Malaysia before I moved to Sydney, right? It's it's always like this huge thing where like you know because we're really big on Christmas here in Australia, which is like understandable. Like, but in in Malaysia where I grew up, it's always like. Uh, like Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, and people will like be on leave, like take leave for like two weeks, and like two weeks just like celebrate, be with families, I see friends and family, and like wear like red outfits, red underwear for like you know the whole month or two weeks. Or good whatever. luck. Red is good <laughs> is that, luck. Is that what the red is for? Yeah. Yes. Well, John has <laughs> messaged no in on. saying that we are on day five of the lunar cycle. Now, each lunar new year, there is a new zodiac and they repeat every 12 years. And this year, it's the dragon. But what do, like, what do the zodiacs represent in your culture? Do you want to take that, Ivory? Uh, well, okay. I've got a bit of a different upbringing because I... Oh, sorry. I am... So I'm half Chinese, but I was actually raised in like a non-traditional Chinese household. Even though my Dutch side weren't really in Australia and I was raised on the Asia side, they were very non-traditional. So for me, the rat is just... I'm the the rat. And all I learned about that was the rat won the race by sitting on top of somebody's head and just jumping over the finish line. So um, the rats are crafty. That's all I know. Ivory is cra- crafty. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cheat my way to the finish line. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm the year of the rabbit, and we're meant to be like peaceful and non-confrontational and like world peace. I don't know. You tell me, Ivory. Am I like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you a know what? Bit, it's early in the bit. morning. Right, I'm going to gig with you later. I'm just going to agree. That's going to be great that way. That's right, because yeah. you are both here as a part of your tour for the Dragon Ball XL Queer Lunar New Year Tour, which is pretty exciting. Now, uh, just with the animals and everything with the Zodiac. Okay, so we're in which one? What animal are we? Dragon. We're in dragon now. dragon, yeah. yeah. And dragon is like a huge thing. Like I've, I've always remembered, like there are a, f- a, a few Zodiac signs where people just go crazy for it. Like the dragon's one of mm. them. I think the tiger's also one of them. Like literally there would be like Chinese people planning planning to have a baby in the year of the dragon oh, because wow. that child would like it's really? meant to bring them like good luck and they will always say oh you know that your child like you know they are a dragon like they would be like oh okay yeah that makes sense you That's- know people will literally plan their family I would what just want to know the spreadsheet that they must have to do that yeah kind of they're working it out it's a little they're- bit crazy if you think about the um the dragons, the, like, is there another name for them? You know what I'm doing with my hand. The, the, the dancing Waving. dragon things that they always have at the, the dragon Lunar dance. New Year mm-hmm. festivals. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not doing a rabbit dance, are they? They're <laughs> well, not doing a rap sadly, dance. They're the cool ones. They, everyone wants to be a dragon, dragon or a tiger. Or or, yeah. Yes. So, oh everyone, gosh. this is the year that you have to have children, apparently. And luckily, you mentioned this now so that we're, not, we're only in the second month. So or just do big things. Yeah, they got there's, time. Nine months. Nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's really important for everyone to practice. <laughs> do what that do what Dean says. We are in the studio with Ivory Glaze and Deanne Ty. You are with Rach and Dean on Joy Breakfast. Joy. Uh, yeah, we turning it up. 
Ariana Grande has no tears left to cry because she's listening. No, she's not listening to us. <laughs> I wish she was listening to us, but you are on Joy Breakfast with Rach and Dean. We do have the brother of a drag impersonator of Ariana Grande listening to the show right now. Yeah, who's Ariana Grande's brother Frankie has met. We got a whole message in earlier this morning because when we had Taylor Sheesh uh, impersonating Taylor Swift, whole thing. Uh, speaking of drag. <laughs> speaking of drag. Would you like to have a drag impersonator of you, Ivory, one day? I'm so confused. It's so early in the morning. So we've got a drag impersonator's brother of a brother's drag impersonator coming. I just, is it Frankie Grande? Do we have Frankie Grande <laughs> listening on Joy FM right yes. now? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi, well, Frankie. Welcome to Joy Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're wondering who those fabulous voices are, we do have Dean Ty and Ivory Glaze in the studio with us right now. Hello. Hello. Two fabulous artists from Sydney who are here doing their Dragon Ball XL Queer Lunar New Year tour uh, tonight, which is very exciting. Now, you're both from Sydney, and uh, today is the first day of Mardi Gras with a flag raising. Sydney's been in the news a little bit this week. Mm. Um, uh, it's it, for a Okay, it's a mulch of a reason. Uh, asbestos <laughs> was found in mulch at uh, at the Fair Day site, so Fair Day has had to be cancelled. It's a massive day for artists, for the community, for everyone. Um, with that cancellation, do you reckon this is a great opportunity for audiences to experience queer art in a different way? Because I know from my experience of performing at Mardi Gras, the number of people who live in Sydney that don't realise there are things other than just parties or stuff like that that's a part of the festival can be a little bit crazy. So do you reckon this is a huge opportunity for this year's Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras to level up for the queer artists? I think so. I think that... Um and every time that we do Fair Day in Sydney, we have lots of after parties. After parties are very, like, you know, there's one at, like, Marley Bar and the Bank Hotel and all around Newtown and that area. And this year, because everyone can't go to Fair Day anymore, these after parties are now going, we're having a whole day party. And I think it's a really good idea for Mardi Gras themselves to actually promote this, <gasps> considering that they can't, like, have Fair Day. Mm. They should be promoting these parties because now they, like... They don't have an after party be if there's no before yeah. Fair Day, if that makes it's sense. Big, it's a big community day mm, and yes. kind, of, kind of helping the community get to another space is a great idea. Yeah, like I just wanted to say like I, you know, I'm meant to perform on, on the main stage this Sunday. So I'm like, damn, like this is like meant to be like my weekend. But if you're throwing a party this weekend, like honestly, you can always like... D- DM Ivory and I will perform for you. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not, we're not booked, booked, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so book us, please book us. This is your opportunity. Well, you are doing a tour. You are here performing in Melbourne tonight, so everyone might not realise that you're going to be heading back to Sydney and are ready to take to the stage at a moment's notice. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory that all the, the uh, businesses who think they're missing out on business when Fair Day's happening, got together and planted the asbestos. <laughs> Wait, are oh you saying, goodness. oh, my God, are we going to uncover an asbestos invest? Okay, that, yeah. That, like, yeah. Could you imagine if there's just a secret group of queers yeah, just there's... going around putting asbestos multi It's an asbestigation. <laughs> now... <laughs> There are things like your Dragon Ball XL Queer Lunar New Year Tour, which you're currently on. Do you think it's a great opportunity for audiences to get involved in different parts of the queer community? Yeah, like I, I feel like there's all these like little pockets and it's, it's you know, a- across Australia. I mean, I can't speak for everywhere, but definitely in Sydney and Melbourne, I feel like it serves like 
you know, as a non-mainstream, like an alternative for people who want to experience like queer events and like arts and like something that's, so we bring Asian culture and like queerness, you know, in a very fierce and fabulous way. So it's all about like providing something that's alternative and something that is like different and different art forms as well. You host the events in Sydney as well, don't you? All the- Worship um, you. Yes, that We talked about that last time you were on the show. Ivory, what does it mean to be able to represent for from a cultural perspective as well in in something like the tour that you're both currently doing? Absolutely. Um, and just before we go that, I want to give Dean a little bit of credit. So um, when Dean says it's an alternative event, uh, it's really important because Dean is so good at finding artists that are just not just drag queens, not mm. just um, singers, but you know you have pole dancers, fire dancers, comedians. Like you're so good at finding Asian talent, and so. A lot of people that come, because my cousins went this year to the Sydney show and they don't really come to these sorts of things. And they go, this is so good because it's not like I'm going to a club, but more like I'm going to a cabaret show and I can see so much variety of talent and it's really nice to go there. So like, I just want to give you a little props before you you were pl- playing it down early. I didn't want to cut Aww. you off, but like, you know. Um, and for me personally, especially the Lunar New Year, I think it's such an important event because... As queer people, particularly queer Asians, you know, we have a bit of... Um, you know, separation between ourselves and our family, especially by being queer, you know, some Mm. of us don't get to see our family Mm. anymore um, and, you know, a bit ostracized because of it. And so Lunar New Year is very much about coming together as family, wishing each other wealth and prosperity through the whole event. And so for people like, I mean, I've been through that at one point where I wasn't seeing my family for a while. And so having something like this is like a way to connect with your queer family because, you know, that's what people say, right? You can choose your queer family. And that's like our event to look after ourselves and just know that you're like you're there together in his family yeah can, can i just add that um i feel like for a lot of um look, once again i can't speak for everyone but for a lot of like people from queer people from a like, migrant backgrounds who are like bipoc or asian like just the concept of coming out is is not in in like the, from the western world mm. it doesn't always apply in those families because you know they might perceive queerness differently or maybe there's no need to you know you might not you might not need to come out so i feel like what we've done is we kind of like created this linear event with our chosen family exactly that's the chosen family i'm sorry i'm uh drag queen in the morning it's not very <laughs> not, not, not very good with words but exactly right like chosen family uh, and it's like creating a space especially for people who could who can't celebrate and don't feel their own blood family bonds on that holiday period, they've got a new experience to come to now. So I think it's really important. I think it's so special that you've created that space as artists for so many people, whether they are just artists being on the stage or also people coming to attend. It's really beautiful. And now something that I'm sure you all have in common then is uh, the Australian culture that is casual racism. We say it in that way, but actually it is a really crappy part of the Australian culture. It seems to be quite ingrained in us. And you've written a song that is casual racism in a banger of a track. Tell us about Ni Hao. Yeah, so I wrote this song, um, Ni Hao. Um, It's kind of like a fun tongue-in-cheek take on, you know, like we mentioned, casual racism, because I feel like... Um, you know, if if you're off Chinese or Asian appearance, I, I don't know about you, but 
you know, I feel like Ivory might have experienced it. Like, people would just come up to you and say, Ni hao. Like, number one, it's like, are you saying that all people are, Chi- all Asian people are Chinese, or Asian people the same? Or, like, I, look, I feel like it's fine. Like, if, if you're friends with someone and you're invited into the conversation, I feel like it's fine. But, like, a complete stranger, I've, I've, I like, just find it so me. strange that a person would think it's okay to just. Do it. Do that. It seems so weird. I wouldn't go up to Italian and just be like, "Ciao." If I yeah, if I wasn't yeah. sure, like, "Oh, ciao." But, but also, I mean, in the right hat, I look Jewish. You may not know that I'm Italian. Do you know what I mean? Oh, or some people ciao. think Good I'm morning. Macedonian yeah. or something else. You know, the presumption or assumption that you can tell a person's nationality just based on the way they look or the color of their skin is is nuts to my brain. Yeah, I remember I first like read about this whole thing because many years ago um, there was like a MasterChef contestant or something like, you know, just of Asian background went on a radio and like people shouting, yeah, like, you know, the presenters went like that. So kind of like a lot of that, I feel like a lot of people have experienced things like that where a complete stranger would just assume that if you're Asian or East Asian appearance, they would start like talking to you in a particular Asian language. Mm. And also like the number of times like I've been harassed by like people just go like, like to some Asian sounding language. Like, I was like, um, um, is that supposed to be funny? Like, am I supposed to like laugh at that? I don't know you, you know? So the song is really about that, but in, but not in, I wanted to make it fun and tongue in cheek and yeah, and, and catchy. So that's what the track is about. Well, we are going to be hearing it right after this because um, we actually love it. We're really excited to play it on the airwaves. Uh, it's beautiful in the way in which you've done it. And uh, we're, it, it look, the film clip looks amazing as well, which doesn't help because we're on radio. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that We're going to talk about that. Absolutely. You're on Troy Brecky with Rach and Dean. The NGV is throwing a late night queer extravaganza of dance, drag, music and fashion. Bowery Ball is on the 22nd of March and tickets include food, drinks and entertainment. On sale now at ngv.melbourne. Joy sponsor. Celebrate 30 amazing years of joy and help keep us out, loud and proud for 30 more by donating $30 for our 30th year. Go to joy.org.au and click on 30 for 30 to make your tax-deductible donation now. All right, here it is. This is Dean Ties Ni Hao. You're on Joy Breakfast. I said how you're doing, mate, but you answer Ni Hao. I said how you're doing, mate, but you answer Ni Hao. But you answer me how I think how you're doing me But you answer me how I'm just walking down the street But you answer me how I look so good like a tree But you answer me how Which can stand next to me But you answer me how I'm greatest, I'm unique But you answer me how Honestly, dude I 
say how you doing, man? But you answer me how. I say how you doing, man? But you answer me how. Doing man? But you answer me how. I say how you doing, man? But you answer me how. Let's go. Great track. It's such a banger of a track and everyone, we're going to put a link to it in our podcast for today's show and also up on our socials because you need to be watching the film clip as well. Yeah, it's very catchy. Catchy song, catchy film clip. Um, looks very professional and I, I like that by watching the music video. So there is a, a creative direction through it. This is me describing really well. A creative <laughs> direction where the camera almost goes like from left to right and then you change scenes as the camera moves and it makes me want to dance like side to side. Is oh that the God. intention behind it? Yes, there's big shout out to Chris. To Chris. So Chris has directed all my music videos and that was all they're doing. There's <laughs> yeah. dragons, there's moving, there's everything. It must be great to be able to put something like that together that's so visually spectacular, musically really great, but also putting your own play on casual racism that you experience as well. Yeah, like I'm I'm super proud of this track and like and f- for me like the music video is also like so important cuz there's obviously the dragon animation and I'm also dra- wearing a dragon armor that was mm, made by Bunnison. So beautiful. Um and and we we I, I don't know if you've noticed but like the 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 real world footage was actually shot in Chinatown. Yes. It's like so important to like do that in Chinatown and then we were actually like you know, the, there was a dumpling scene. Everyone is like, <laughs> "Should be eating a dumpling." You're like a, singing but we're to the like dumpling. Told not to do that by the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh come on, anyway. not too gay. In <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, what has been the response from people seeing this performance live? Ivory, you get to watch uh, and and just watch how it's happening. What's the response from the crowd when they see me having performed? Oh, I just hear them all cheering and screaming like they're really living for it, honestly, because it's like. It's a little bit more upbeat than some of your other songs as well. And so everyone's like really excited to hear it. And everyone kind of goes like, oh, yeah, like I understand the concept behind it, particularly at like these Lunar New Year events and worship events. People understand like the tongue in cheek casual racism part. Yeah, I feel like once I say the first line, I say how you're doing, mate, but you answer ni hao. People are like, what? (laughs) Yeah, you get right in there. Um. Now, I have a really left-wing question for you. Have you ever had uh, any right-wing Christians show up to your worship events? Ooh. Like because as in of the title? people having a pro... Oh, wow. Okay, so have you had it, people thinking... Like worship? Worship has meant something else and they've come with a Bible or something. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. N- no, no, uh, we haven't. But I have to say that every time we put on an event, and, and uh. Ivory's hosting tonight, so Ivory needs to remember telling people this. When they tag Worship Queer Collective, they, you know, because there are a lot of like 
are there worship pages on Instagram? Like, you gotta be careful. Like, I mean, there's also like like lesbian worship pages, like feet oh. worship. We're like, to, and like oh. hill hill song worship. We're oh, like, okay. okay, make sure you tag worship queer collective, or maybe we we actually want to tag them all and let them see. Yeah, let them know. It's about exposure and engagement, and by tagging the feet worship page, I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, wow. <laughs> You get a lot more views. Yeah, just put like your shoes, uh, a picture of your shoes in it as well. So, but with all the makeup that you both wear, the last thing you want to be dealing with is your foot care at the same time as well, surely. Oh, I mean, I'll just wear a closed toe <laughs> shoe, uh, or I'll have my ten layers of tights on and just have that one big, you know, doll foot. And that's just enough. They like that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's any sort of foot. They don't mind. <laughs> I, I love hearing about that, though. Um, also, where did the name? Worship come from like for these events. Who's worshiping who? <laughs> the queers. The queers worshiping each other. I think like when we when we first started worship like uh, worship queer collective, it started as a cabaret event and it can kind of progress into like a queer Asian movement. But when we first started, it was it was all about like we want to create. Um, a collective and events that celebrate kind of like queer spirituality and for a lot of queer people you find spirituality on a dance floor and mm. like through community mm. right so that's how we started with the name worship and then it became like a queer Asian movement love that well tonight you are having your Dragon Ball XL what can people expect if they're coming along oh my goodness they can expect Honestly, like a huge, huge variety of different types of performances. So I've mentioned earlier, we've got lion dancers, we've got live singing, we've got drag queens, we've got pole dancers, we've got absolutely everything. Did you say lion dancers? Yeah, lion dance. Yeah, that's a lion dance performance. Oh wait, tonight. sorry, I just realized my brain is not, working now. Where I was like, not lion dancing yeah, yeah. the country. I was like, what? What? Oh no, no, no Ivory will be doing that. Maybe <laughs> Ivory should do that tonight. Well, yeah, well, lions maybe, but um, maybe oh. not lion, da- lion dancing. I don't know about that. But <laughs> do you know what I would love to see is a mashup of cultures and seeing uh, the lions doing lion dancing. You know, I reckon if we pay them a little bit extra, they'll do it. You All know. you need is some, like, Shania Twain man, I feel like a woman, and you're set to oh, start. Oh, 50 oh. through the little mouth, and they'll start doing a line dance for us. Imagine you'll be, we won't need you lip syncing anymore. The lines will be doing all of the work. Yeah, exactly. But hey, if that is cancelled, if you want to book Ivory and I to do that this weekend, we'll do it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do, do line dancing. Pay us, we'll sure. do it. <laughs> I'll yeah. do anything for $50. Well, if people, <laughs> if people want to book you for anything, though, where do people find you? Oh, well, you can find me on my Instagram, uh, on my website, it's Ivory Glaze, on both of them. So, ivoryglaze.com or Ivory Glaze on Instagram, Twitter, email. Just find me there and uh, chuck me an email if you want to book me, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 just DM us anytime. Just find us on yeah. social. You like, can find the details via the podcast link we're going to put up for this uh, little chat this morning as well. We're going to make sure to put the links there so that they can connect, everyone can connect to you and uh, spread the love and spread the joy. But tonight should also be spreading the lunar love. Mm-hmm. Yes, make sure you turn up tonight in your like red underwear. Or if you're listening, Ooh. if you're listening from home, like if you want good luck the rest of the year, like put on some like red outfits, red underwear. Red. Mm. And okay. Dean, I think we should mention that the, the event is at Pride of Our Footscray. Yes. yes. I don't think we actually said where it's at tonight. Oh um, my god. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, Pride of Our Footscray. So like tonight has actually is actually a very like special this this Lunar New Year, like because. This is the first time, because we've always been based in Sydney, and this is the first time we've expanded our mm. queer Asian movement and we're taking queer Lunania to, to Nam for the first time at Pride of Afuskray. And it's only possible be, because we got, 
you know, funding support from City of Mary Bernong. So, like, it's so important That's to awesome. keep them mm. as well. Well, look, I tell you what, as someone who lives in the West Side, which Footscray is in, just in case you weren't graphically aware, West Side um, is the best side. West Side is, is like best say. side. And Footscray is absolutely like a little mini Vietnam. So, you mm. can get amazing food uh, before your show tonight. Count. Let's let's go. Count my word. Count my word. I don't know if that's the right saying. Whatever. It sounds. I know it's not the right saying, but in my mind, I'm like, but it makes perfect sense, so it's okay. Joy. It is three minutes to nine. We've had the most amazing show this morning with so many fabulous guests, including the two that are with us right now. Deanne Ty and Ivory Glaze, thank you so much for joining us this morning, chatting all things Lunar New Year and all of your amazing events that you're doing and uh, the fact that now you're free for this weekend. For fair day. (laughs) Have an amazing time tonight performing at Dragon Ball XL, your queer Lunar New Year event. Uh, And also thank you for coming in this early in the morning and spending some time with us just sharing music sharing stories Ivory you're doing great <laughs> well you know if, if I was actually looking great right now thank god there's no cameras but um if I was looking good that's a problem I don't trust a drag queen that looks good in the morning like that means that they are not like working the <laughs> night before so like a good drag queen is not looking great in the morning <laughs> um excuse me Ivory the last time I was here in jo- I, was, I came in in full makeup because I slept in my makeup oh well, there you go I, came in. In. I yeah. slept I in my Chinese spent, operatic like, makeup six hours in the morning getting ready for no because I had a show the night beforehand that like finished around midnight and then I slept in full makeup and then I came in mm. you know you know what actually last time I was with you guys for the drag race exit interviews it was Melbourne Expo um, and it was very, it was early in the morning and I was also in quite a bit of makeup because I hadn't taken it off the night before, but I just didn't come in. I was just on the, on, on the toilet and had taken the phone call, but I, you know, I, not on the phone, just on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we love that you both come in makeup free this morning and we really appreciate it. Have a wonderful time performing here while you're in Melbourne and everyone book these two fabulous performers because now they're free because of asbestos and fair day. Can you tell us how to say happy Lunar New? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god, there's so many different ways to say it though. So Give us um, one way. My family's way is Cantonese, so we say Gung Hei Fat Choi. Gung Hei Fat Choi. Yes. Yeah. In, yeah, in Cantonese it's Gung Hei Fat Choi, in Mandarin it's Gung Si Fat Choi. Gung Si Fat Choi. Gung Si Fat Choi, Gung Shei Fat Choi. I feel so trilingual now, it's just not funny. <laughs> As in, I can't try it well, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We will be back Monday morning at 7am. Don't go anywhere. Australia's most uplifting music is playing all day long. Wait, wait. Hey, I'm Rach. And I'm Dean. And I hope you enjoyed this little snippet of the fun we bring to air as a part of Joy Breakfast during weekdays. Don't forget to tune in from 7 till 9am or like and subscribe to the Joy Podcast. And keep yourself out loud and proud. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.